Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. Al Shaddai is who he is in our lives. 26 after 6 is your time. Utadawe to Esimtanda Kakulu is standing by on the line. Professor Vian Ntindili, my family. It is vntindili at gmail if you'd like to catch up with his office on the other side of our conversations with him here on Radio Pulpit. Dada, good morning. Good morning, Susie. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, Dad? Uh, whenever I'm with the family, uh, I get revived. Amen. So I'm happy. Amen. Yes. We thank God uh, for thank today. We thank God for every other day. As we wrap up the conversation that we've been having around the significance and understanding of Easter, uh see again last week, you know, uh with a very powerful so to speak, but also a very powerful revelation around what faith can do and how faith should actually manifest itself in our lives. And so that I was I, I we wanted to ask Namklanje if you could just speak to us, you know, um and minister minister to our lives uh for people who are in business or in the marketplace. Generally, uh, people who are in ministry, people who are in marriage. And let's talk about stewardship data and parenting before we start, uh, go back next week to eat discipleship. Okay. You are raising a lot of uh, important <laughs> questions. Mm-hmm. And I don't know where to begin. Mm-hmm. First of all, mm-hmm. stewardship. Mm-hmm. The word stewardship really means managing mm-hmm. someone else's property. Yes, Dad. Now, uh, the Bible calls us stewards, uh, which means that we are managing <coughs> things that do not belong to us, mm-hmm. but things that belong to God. Mm-hmm. We are managing them for God. Now, you <coughs> can't manage um something for God if you don't realize that everything belongs to God. Amen. Mm. Uh, your, your your life itself belongs to God. Mm-hmm. Your brain belongs to God if you're intelligent. Your voice belongs to God. And there are many scriptures that stress that mm. everything belongs to God. We know Psalm 24 it says the the, the well the, the earth is the Lord's mm-hmm. and everything in it. In it, mm. everything in it. Now everything that we think we own, we don't own anything. God mm. own, owns everything. everything. Now we are simply managing the things that belong to God. The earth is the Lord's and everything in it the world and all who live in it. So that one verse is all-inclusive. As the earth is the Lord, everything that is found in the world, <clears throat> we can enumerate things that are found in the world, we can't finish. We find money in the world, we find cars in the world, mm-hmm. we find clothes in the world, they all belong to the Lord. Mm. And then it says, even the people, the world and the people who live in it, Now, when you employ someone to manage your things, it is because you trust him absolutely. Mm. 
Uh, you don't commit your things to someone you don't trust. Now, God trusts us with his material goods. He trusts us with his financial goods. Mm-hmm. He trusts us with his spiritual uh, riches. And he expects us to manage them for him. That is stewardship. I could go on and on and on and on <laughs> uh, on stewardship. Mm-hmm. For an example, if we talk about tithing, oh, uh, biblically, we are not supposed to be thinking about tithing. We are supposed to be, uh, God has a right to say, out of that money that you are giving for me, mm-hmm. <coughs> I want you to give 50% to such and such a thing. Amen. Mm. Out of the one that I've given to you, I want you to give mm. 3% out of it. Out of the one that I've given to you, I want you to give 20%. He's the one who dictates mm. what we do with the houses we have, with the cars we have, with the money we have. I don't even have a wife, by the way. Mm-hmm. She belongs to the Lord. I don't have children. Wow. Uh, they belong to the Lord. That's the sense of stewardship. Mm. If we would understand that, we would not be fighting with God and God not be negotiating with us concerning things that belong to him. And once we understand that concept of uh, the concept of, of stewardship, mm. then God is not afraid to to to, to entrust us. To, mm. to, that's the word we say. Yeah, he is not afraid to entrust us with things mm. because he knows we are going to handle them well. There are people who sometimes, out of emotionalism, mm. they they waste God's resources. Hey, Dad. Mm. People who give foolishly, God has not told them to give. Uh, they, are, they get manipulated by people, and then you give. You don't even ask God. It is wrong for you to give anything without asking God. Amen. Yeah, you you are directed by God. God says, take this thing, go and give it to so-and-so. Take this, go and give it to so-and-so. Once you learn that, God is going to trust you. Mm. I like the word. He's going to entrust you. With many, with many goods, with many things, mm-hmm. because they knows you are going to handle them properly for him. Sure, sure. That's quite a Does that make sense? So then, now that we understand, and I mean, thank you so much, Dada, for reordering, um, you know, my mm. list here, because I'm now realizing that actually stewardship is the foundation of everything. Because even before you can, mm-hmm. you can be in business, even before you're in ministry, even before you're in marriage, even even before you're a parent, if you don't understand stewardship, chances are you are going to be like uh, the uh, prodigal son. You're going to waste and 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 want things prematurely and then go and waste them. Yeah, Particularly when you think that these things belong to you. Hey. You're going to waste them. You're going to waste them. Wow. So, so, some people think that they are, they, 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 they are generous when they give without asking God. And, and if you understood hmm. that you are simply managing someone else's goods, no one could manipulate you. Sure. You know the you know the ministers will play on your emotions mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, and manipulate you and manipulate you and tell you to give. Mm. Uh, I know I've been there. I gave and my heart was sore <laughs> after I've given. <laughs> I know, I know. And I knew I knew I was manipulated. I felt stupid. I felt stupid. 
<laughs> Mother had given. <laughs> no more. No one will ever manipulate me. Amen. Amen. Whether they look at me and they point a finger and say, you give, you give, you don't give, I don't care. No one will manipulate me. You know, Dada, uh, um, yeah. Okay, I beg your pardon, Dada, yeah. you may carry on. No, no, that's, that's all right. Yeah. So, you know, I was, uh, I w- I, as you're speaking, you know, about the fact that we need to know that these resources belong to God. I'm asking myself, you know, how do we then handle the issue of our responsibilities towards our family? There's this terrible word that we've coined, or that has been coined for us. It's called black tax. And I don't know why we buy into it because it's such a horrible word, you know. But we find that sometimes um, we have responsibilities towards our families. And I, I, I have personally had, you know, moments where I've really had to say, yo, bao. You have to do this because if you are saying no to this particular request, I don't know how to not do it because it's how I've been socialized. I've, I've, I've been raised to believe that you then give back to your family. So how do we handle things like that? Yeah, that's a good question. That's a good question. Mm. Um, you see, when you read the Bible, uh, you, you always read it in balance. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a scripture that says in um, Timothy, it says that uh, uh, if you have got uh, a family, mm-hmm. you must help your family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, if you, uh, you can't help your family, you are worse than an unbeliever. That's you correct. remember that verse? Yes, Dad. Yeah, you are worse than a, an infidel. Mm-hmm. It uses that word. Uh, so it is important for you to know that uh, uh, you have to help your your your, your, family. your, mm-hmm. your family, but they don't dictate how you help. Uh, still, it does not remove the idea of you asking God. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. it does not <clears throat> remove for you asking God. You ask God. Uh, how much must I give? Mm-hmm. The problem is that some, maybe God will tell you for some time, uh, buy them groceries for 500. Mm-hmm. At one time, God will say, give them groceries. This month, give them groceries for 300. Mm-hmm. At other time, God will say, I wanted to buy them groceries this time for a thousand, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, and God may even tell you sometimes don't buy anything this time, because 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 there is a there is a child whose parents died, mm. and this child has absolutely nothing. I want you to take that money and go and give it to that child. Uh, to, uh, to that child, uh, so God guides you. So. I think what you need to break from your family mm-hmm. is the idea of entitlement and your family demanding. Mm. Because you know that they can't demand uh, anything from someone else's uh, property. You know in your heart that yes. these things belong to God, mm. and therefore God must dictate. So if you break that particularly parents, uh, but even siblings, mm. they, will, uh, they will demand, I know from my wife, <laughs> uh, they will come and demand uh, from my wife and uh, say, 
this and that and the next thing. Mm-hmm. And they all had an opportunity to be educated. They chose not to be educated. <laughs> they chose to. Now they come back to my wife and come and demand things. <laughs> so, so, and- so, yes, we've got to help our family. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, uh, and uh, you give. But another thing, uh, Ayanda, is the issue of always listening to God. Hey, Dad. If if God does not say anything and you give to your parents uh, and God does not say anything, it's all right. Uh, but uh, if you don't listen to God, you don't ask the owner of these things. Mm-hmm. You you may find sometimes sometimes you are in need because you are wasteful. Mm, 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 sometimes mm. God can withhold things you don't know why uh, things are dry. It's because you are wasteful. And God is drawing your attention to your wastefulness. Sure. I and then once we, be, once we become now responsible and uh, you know to manage the things of God, he'll begin to release them little by little. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dada, you know, um, the other thing before we, <coughs> before we move on maybe to uh, marriage uh, and yes. parenting, the other, the other thing I think about stewardship that I am learning slowly is that when we listen to God and we, we become deliberate because sometimes we think that it's God's responsibility to talk and not necessarily ours to seek. You know, when we are deliberate, you know, about listening to God, we then also are delivered from this thing of wanting to be God in people's lives because I think sometimes the oh. whole, yeah, the whole thing of giving has a bit of ego, you know, that comes with it because it's it's oh. almost like you your life centers around the fact that people are going to ask you. So it's like you become a mini god, you know. Um, and hey, that is so important, you mm-hmm. know. You, uh, I don't know if the listeners know how <coughs> deep that thing is. Sometimes mm-hmm. let me tell a story. Yes, that. Um, I, there's a a couple that uh, discipled me, mm-hmm. and now they were teaching. Uh, the concept of teaching your children mm-hmm. uh, to trust God. Mm-hmm. So one day, uh, the son of this lady, mm-hmm. she's a doctor, mm-hmm. comes, she asks for something. And when she was about to give this boy money, mm-hmm. which he has asked for, God says, why do you give me money? When I when I going to tra- train you to trust me? Wow. Whoa. What will this boy do when he is dead? Because he's becoming a god to the child. Mm, mm. So when he is dead, then the god, his god will be, will be dead. <clears throat> then he, he immediately he, he said, to her, "Okay, son, you're asking for this. Let's go and ask God. Let's go and pray and ask God mm. to give us this." Then they kneel together with his son. They ask God. They said, "Amen." And then. Uh, and what his boy was asking for was money for school. Mm-hmm, it was mm-hmm. not money for his own, it was money for school. Wow. That... And then the time was drawing closer and uh, God was not saying anything and the boy was not receiving anything. This lady goes around speaking, so she goes somewhere to speak. After she spoke, one man comes to him and says, Where's my friend? <laughs> Mentioning this young boy's mm-hmm, name. Mm-hmm. He says, He's at home. He says, oh, I miss him. Please greet him. Um, 
I thought I wrote my letter. Please give him this this this, this letter. Sure. Uh, this man gives him an envelope, mm-hmm. and he does not even think about. She does not even think about it. She comes home. She says, "Uncle so and so, you know, in mm-hmm. other countries, on uh, older say uncle. Yes, uncle so and so greeted you. Oh, I'm happy." He said, I should give you this uh, letter. He he wrote you a note, Mm -hmm. gave it to the boy. And the boy goes away. And he comes back jumping. He says, the Lord has provided. The Lord has provided. (laughs) And, oh, the Lord is good. Uncle gave me money. It's exactly what I needed. He was teaching the boy to trust God. We make ourselves God over people. Mm. What you have said, sometimes you say very deep things. (laughs) Uh, I mean it. Amen. Yeah, we t- we should not be God over people. That's why then people hero worship us. Mm, mm, mm. That's why they they to uh, they call to mm-hmm. they they uh, to us is because we are God. Particularly people of what money, they really become gods over people. That's right. No, mm. no, we shouldn't. We shouldn't. Mm. Sure. So what you're saying is so important. Amen. Amen. Google this uh, um, model, so to speak. I mean, uh, even the word model is, is not necessarily the best, but Google this uh, sort of uh, structure that we see forming in the new church in Acts chapter 2, um, uh, 2 to 4, I think, where we see how the disciples came together and they shared their resources. And I think, you know, that it's a, it's a form of stewardship that we, we should really aspire to because when when you're when you understand like you're saying that these resources are not yours that that's that's basically you automatically sharing them in the sense that you know that at any time god can walk in and say um listen this actually belongs to that one this belongs to that one this belongs to that one and i think it just strips us of this whole thing of wanting our lives to be affirmed by material you know um by material wealth but anyway and there's nothing wrong get it up with having material wealth with nana i think that must also be clear there's nothing wrong as long as we understand that um all belongs to god i just want to read that that scripture before we take a break first timothy five verse, uh, first timothy five uh verse eight but those who who won't care, I like it because it says who will not care for their relatives, especially those in their own household, have denied the true faith. Such people are worse than unbelievers. This is, you can't believe me if you're in front of me. That's the verse I wanted to reach to. When the spirit works. Yeah, I wanted to read that. Amen, mm. amen. No, because we, we always want, want to give people scriptures. Yes, that is. So that yes. we, we are not speaking our opinions. We are not political analysts. We are not political analysts. We are scriptural analysts. Amen, amen. Yeah. Amen. Yes. So we'll take a quick break. Yeah, okay. We can read it, Dada. I think let's go ahead and read it, and then we'll take a break, and then come back and and conclude on the other nuggets. If any provide not for his own, Hmm. especially those of his own household, especially those of his own household, Mm -hmm. he has denied the faith. Sure. And he's worse than an infidel. Hmm. Mm, mm. Okay, let's take a break. 
Sure. <laughs> that was really <laughs> awesome. It's Radio Pulpit, my family, if you're joining us. Professor Vianney Dindili joins us in the morning, um, and it's now 15 minutes before the top of the hour. It is Vigiathon, and I love the fact that, you know, we are directed towards this uh, conversation during a time where we are invited to join in um, in the vision of, of Radio Pulpit by giving uh, to the work that we do here on Radio Pulpit. So stay tuned. We'll be back uh, to talk about how we can be best discipled and how we can uh, live out our discipleship in marriage and uh, as parents. Hope and love. Experience victory in your life on 657 AM. Did you know you can order your favorite radio pulpit programs on CD so that you can listen to them whenever you like? Contact our friendly client services department now to place your order. You will find them on 012-334-1200. 657 AM, your daily companion. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co. There is radio and radio and then there's 657 AM. Can you hear the difference? 13 minutes before the top of the hour, my family uh, will make time uh, for one or two questions coming through on the WhatsApp line strictly, uh, 0826572729, if there's any burning question on uh, what we are trying to achieve. You know, I, I today I just wanted to have a couch conversation uh, with Utadawe uh, Tunamklanje uh, just to ask those questions, you know, and just sweep through uh, what uh, some of the questions that we don't always have an opportunity to ask uh, because it's it's not always in line with what we discuss. Dada, um, uh, thank you for standing by. Um, so yes. we have learned that actually everything about our lives um, hinges on our understanding of stewardship, which is really, really helpful. Can we just talk about how does discipleship look like in a marriage, Dada, and as, uh, as parents? Um. Do you know the best way of uh, uh, being a good spouse and a good parent mm-hmm. is to allow the Word of God to inform everything that you do. Mm. And, and whenever you live your marriage according to the Word of God, mm-hmm. you you relate to your wife according to the Word of God, you relate to your husband according to the Word of God. You relate to your children according to the Word of God. You relate to your parents according to the Word of God. There'll be harmony, there'll be peace, there'll be love. There'll, there'll be no conflict. But the problem is that we use the Word of God selectively. Mm. There are times when we live according to African culture, there are times when we live according to Freud, to uh, psychology. <laughs> there are times when we live according to uh, what is trending. Uh, and uh, we don't live as Christians. If we were to live as Christians, sure. uh, informed by the Word of God, and the Word of God addresses every situation, uh, you would have no problem. Number one, then, if you're a, a husband, mm-hmm. uh 
the Bible says, you husbands love your wives the way Christ loves the church. Mm. So it does not say love. It says it, it shows you how to love the way Christ loves the church. You must love your wife sacrificially. Why? Because you, wives are, are loving, so you can't even tell them to love mm-hmm. because they are loving. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> then it says, now, you wives, you must uh, respect your husbands uh, and uh, submit to them the way the church submits to Christ. Uh, to Christ. Mm. Then it says, uh, you parents, you must... Uh, uh, protect your children, you must feed your children, you must uh, raise them in the fear of the Lord. Mm. Then you children, you must obey your parents in the Lord. And uh, that is, so if we live according to the Word of God, we would live very, 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 very well. But sometimes we put the Word of God aside and we live the way we want to live. Hence, We've got endless problems. Yeah. Now, finally, then mm-hmm. uh, the the men must um, depict God to to his wife and children. Mm-hmm. The wife and children must see God in the men. This is the Bible says so. First Corinthians uh, chapter eleven. Mm. Is it verse seven? Or something, First Corinthians. Uh, there's a scripture that says that when they see you, yeah. it says the man is the glory of God. It what is, verse it's is verse that? Seven, Dada. It's verse seven. Verse seven. Let me a read man it. ought. Mm-hmm. Yes, read it, please. Read it. <laughs> a man should not wear anything on his head when worshiping. Okay, that's a. I mean, the yes. the whole thing is about instructions for worship. Yes. For a man is made in God's image and reflects God's glory. He reflects God's glory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I'm mm-hmm. sorry to say this. Sometimes men reflect Satan's glory. Oh, ye dad. When, mm. when the wives see uh, the, the wives and children, they see this man. They see Satan incarnate. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we must reflect the glory of God. Uh, it's so important that we. The way we love, the way we are patient, the way we forgive, the way we nurture, uh, then the wife will have no problem worshiping God, and the children will have no problem worshiping God. Now, also the man is supposed to know God more than the wife, so that the man will then become the priest of the home, Mm. and the man will... Uh, give guidance to the family concerning God. Um, if you go to Genesis wow. uh, 18, 19, you say, no, Abraham is going to guide his people. Then both parents now must depict God to the children. Hmm. The children must see God in the parents. And uh, they must disciple the parents and teach the parents. And then in reciprocation, without knowing, the children will respect the parents. Mm. That's an nutshell. That's a marriage and a Christian family. There's a, a seminar I was running. Maybe I should send you the, the, the notes of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was called... Um, 
how to raise a Christian family. Yes, no, we saw that on YouTube. Mm. Okay, 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 okay. So it's important. Mm -hmm. Mm. Can can I just ask this question? Um, So what happens? Okay, I'm going to ask a, a weird question. So what happens? Yeah, yes. Yes. What happens, Because uh, in a situation where population dynamics have really changed, in the sense that you find that now, you know, women um, really do know the word significantly better than 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 men. They do. That they, they do. Than, they do. They that do. are their peers. So each one, because galogs is out, and it means we must wait uh, and not get married until people are. are are, are vested in the word? No, there are even biblical uh, examples of uh, women, even in the Bible, who knew God better uh, than their husbands. Mm-hmm. Then they, they, they will have to reflect God. Uh, you know, the mother of Samson. Yes, yes. The mother of Samson knew God more. Mm-hmm. Whenever God wanted to come and give instructions on how Samson must be uh, raised, mm-hmm. uh, the, 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 the man was absent. Even higher. And, uh, God, and, and God gave the instruction to the woman. And then the woman says, uh, God was here, he said this. And the woman, you know how arrogant men are. He says, <laughs> unless he comes here and tells me. <laughs> Where were you? Unless he comes here and he tells me, I will not. And then God, who honors uh, uh, leadership, mm. he sends the angel back again. And when he goes the second time, again, this man is not to be found. Mm. And then the woman runs and says, the man who came is here again, is here again. So you shouldn't uh, neglect your responsibility if your husband does not know God. You must mm-hmm. teach God. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, even when you teach your husband, though, you must teach your husband with, with humility. humility. Amen. Yes, mm-hmm. but you must teach. You must uh, teach. Mm-hmm. And I know a lady who led the husband to Christ mm. because of the way she lived. And then this lady said, I, I want to call a pastor now to come and guide you. Then this man says, I don't know the pastor. I've never seen the pastor. I've seen you. Mm. I've seen God in you. Don't refer me to your pastor because I've seen God in you. Mm. I want you, you to be teaching me the word of God. And uh, he was a good man. He was a teacher. And uh, and and also politician uh, uh, Saktu, mm-hmm. a leader in Saktu. Mm-hmm. And uh, she taught and she taught, she taught, she taught. And the man died. Wow. Yeah, the man died. Yeah, no, Dada. You know what? <laughs> today, mm. yeah, no. Today we've really learned. We, I mean, we've mm. really, really learned. Thank you so much. Mm. Because of time, I'm going to ask that we leave it there, Dada. Throughout this month, we were just seeking the Lord in worship, you know. Uh, and I just want to ask, uh, really, for few seconds if you could just pray for us uh, that, that even this uh, ministry that we've received this morning that it would really resonate and we would meditate on this word so that we can uh, be effective disciples in our everyday life uh, father we want you to forgive us because we like slogans yes lord we Thank don't want see. to live by the word of god we want to live by popular slogans mm. and the slogans don't um, don't uh, establish us in the faith. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have given us a Bible which comprises of uh, 66 books. 
and they are so rich. But we don't live according to the word. Even us Christians, even those who claim to be born again, they don't live according to the book. And that's why we've got all the problems that we have in the world today. We don't even know the book. We don't read the book. Oh, Lord, we thank you for this program of Ayanda, which is uh, raising issues, and we go back to the Word of God in answering those uh, questions. And Luke chapter 16 talks about the stewardship. The whole, uh, there are many, many scriptures in the Bible. Thank you, Father, that you laid on your daughter the desire to be dealing with these issues. Yes, Sometimes God. we wish mm. we had an hour. Mm. We were not rushed because mm-hmm. time goes so quickly. Mm-hmm. But it's all right, Lord. We pray that you'll bless every person yes, who is listening to this program tonight, mm-hmm. I mean this morning, mm-hmm. uh, those who have got difficulties in their marriages, in their family relationships, mm. those who have got problems with money, please, the Lord be with them. Yes, Lord. And, 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 and bless them. Draw them to yourself, mm-hmm. as Spirit of God. We want to pray for Radio Pulpit. Mm-hmm. They are raising money now to run these pro, uh, programs. Yes, We Lord. pray that people will give generously. Yes, give Lord. generously. Mm. And we pray that those who manage this money will not mismanage it. Mm-hmm. They will use it properly, as uh, Spirit of God. They are managers of the money that God's people will be giving to mm-hmm. the station. So they should manage it as God's money. Mm. We pray against this COVID. We are so tired of COVID. Yes, Lord. Hey, no, we don't even want to hear the word COVID. <laughs> now we're told that it uh, again said wave. We don't need any wave now mm. yeah, coming from COVID. We need a wave from the Spirit of God, Amen. not from COVID. Mm. So Spirit of God, please help us. Please bless Ayanda. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. She's a young person who loves you. Mm-hmm. It's a rare thing to find young people are committed as she is. Mm-hmm. We pray that your hand of grace will be upon her life. Thank you, Lord. We thank you and we bless you. In the name of Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. amen. So we'll catch up in the new month then. Um, and uh, we kickstart or rather we go back to discipleship. Yes, God willing, we'll do that. Amen. Have a good week. Thank you so much, Dada. Uh, Professor Vianin Dindili, my family, joining us on the line. We really bless the Lord and thank the Lord uh, for his life this morning. The Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face to shine upon you and give you peace as you cross over into a new month. Remember, my family, we always finish strong. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives on the streets. Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. 
The Word for Today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.